0: Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv, named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen. Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different; he simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How. More Movement dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthew Show and watch your life grow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthew Show, our radio show. Thank you for tuning in, uh, wherever you are listening in. Um, back with us uh, uh, on our on our network is our spiritual guru and guide, uh, Dr. Meg Blackbird uh, uh We've had an incredible uh, a five or six part series thus far, and uh, today is not going to fall short because one of the conversations that we had offline after our last show was, you know, all of this wonderful work of. of, of growing spiritually and having these spiritual experiences and, and, and understanding our ethereal uh, bodies and our soul and <clears throat> where we go when we pass on and all the variables of that. The question came up was how does this affect the relationships around you? Uh, because it's not a, a solo act in a sense, even though you're going and growing through it. Uh, you're not the only one that's being affected by it uh, so we decided to have a conversation about how that affects uh, relationships so, Dr. Meg, welcome back
1: I'm so glad to be back thanks Philippe. Hi everyone, and thanks for listening whether it's now or later. Um, we love being with you
0: um, so you know uh, I guess the the first question should be uh, how does how does relationships or how does how does our theoretical growth affect our primary relationships and even, you know, our secondary and tertiary relationships?
1: It really depends on how we're growing and how we're perceiving that growth.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: reason that I say it that way is a lot of times we tend to do things mentally and feel as if we're growing and... We're changing our belief systems, but we haven't really dropped into the heart yet. And so basically what we're doing is speaking what we're learning, but, but not with the level of awareness that we ultimately can and will if we continue that work. And as we drop into our hearts, our values change. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember so clearly the coming to the realization that my entire set of values had changed. What I thought I needed and wanted became so different because my perceptions had been built on an entirely different set of values that weren't mine.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: so that in itself changes how we interrelate with people because we're looking for something different than we were before. And so we begin to relate differently. And the other part of that is, is how aware of ourselves are we and how honest with ourselves are we because that matters greatly in how we relate to other people. Mm-hmm. So those things in particular can set us up for a whole lot of different new and positive and even disappointing outcomes and uh, types of relations. And it's a learning process. It's kind of like we're learning how to relate all over again, but from an entirely different frame of reference that hopefully is recognizing the perfection that, uh, that is us. And so we're working from a, a more fulfilled place rather than from a place that is needful and, and seemingly empty when it is just illusion, perception. But when we realize the truth of us, we realize that we're perfect in every moment. Uh And if we can, and that's when we get into the heart place with, with our growth. Uh And, and when we get to that place, that's when our relations really can become deep and rich and fulfilling and depending on how we go about them. So I know we're going to talk about that a little bit, but, um, that's just kind of a setup for some of the new dynamics that become created when we step into our true nature which is what I call our spiritual growth, is really uh, accepting and owning who we are and what we're capable of. Because the truth is, nothing's happening to us. We're remembering who we've always been. And when we're able to do that, magic happens. And that magic can flow into our relations as well as our lives.
0: Um this is this is very fascinating uh topic and conversation <clears throat> so so is, is it how, how do you prepare yourself uh, that uh, sometimes the relate the primary relationships that we are in are not forever mhm how, um, how do you how do you deal with that as you're going through this this you know magical spiritual evolutionary journey and you wake up uh next day and consciousness is fascinating because it's, it's, it's instantaneous it's like faster than the speed of light but yes <laughs> <odd>. <laughs> so one moment you could be um in your old state uh uh of consciousness and then all of a sudden you have this huge awakening in just absolutely seconds and you're a different person you feel a different your body is your you have changed at the cellular level Um, and then that might have a negative consequence on your primary relationship.
1: It really can, and it can have consequences with many of the people around us. And from my own experience, it can be kind of painful temporarily, but coming out the other side of it, it's a beautiful thing. And the reason I say it that way is when we... Find that part of ourselves, and Mm -hmm. we start to relate from that. Other people just don't understand this. I can remember one day saying something really beautiful to my mom, and she angrily said to me, "I can't even understand what you're saying. It sounds like you're speaking in foreign language."
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: I had spoken very clear English, and the sentiment was appropriate. And it was just that I was coming from a different place. And the reason I'm saying it that way is when we allow ourselves to become of a higher nature consciously, we also start to vibrate differently. We Our harmonics become finer tuned and higher vibration. and And what that means is We are literally, physically, and consciously different than we were previously. Uh And so people start having a hard time relating to us. They don't understand what they're feeling. But they know something's different. And some people take that to something's wrong with you and get critical. Other people get angry because they can't relate with you anymore. Mm -hmm. And some people just walk away because they don't get you anymore. Mm -hmm. And what I found is long-term, some of the people that that fall out of our lives, first of all, didn't belong there in the first place. Mm -hmm. They were unhealthy relationships. And when we get to a place of perception that we are whole and perfect, no matter what, because we are, except by our own perceptions. Mm -hmm. When we get to a place like that, and we really get that, we start to recognize how dysfunctional some of our relations are. And we start to choose to not go there. And those people on the other end of it just don't get it. And will go on their way and find other people to be dysfunctional with.
2: Hmm. Um,
1: And so... Okay, fine. I mean, I'm not saying dysfunction is good or bad. it just it's a way of relating and if and and what causes that is when we get really set with ourselves in our balance and our our higher nature, we also learn how to be very honest, as we talked about in another segment, mm-hmm. and when we get to that honest place and we start to speak that way, people don't want to hear it. They're not ready yet. So that's why they fall away, And Uh partly. And the other part is they feel something about us that they can't relate to anymore. We're different. Uh Uh And so what I found out long-term is the people that really love you and that you had a deep relation with that may fall away at first, will come back around later and the relationship will be different somehow and and perhaps they'll grow in time or Mm -hmm. their perceptions may change in time or the love that they had for you as a friend a a partner a, a significant other whatever the case is it has always been there and they love you unconditionally so those people are the true people the real friends that never go away. They may take a vacation, but they'll come back.
2: Mm, But the people that,
1: that... Yeah. But the people that don't serve us in our lives keep going and that's fine because we come to the realization of how unhealthy those relations were for us or that the reasons we were participating in the first place just were not good ones. We were looking for something from them that they couldn't give us and we were willing to put up with... Whatever they dished out, because we didn't think enough of ourselves to to give ourselves what we needed because we we didn't know until we woke up so um there are a lot of dynamics involved in in relationships of all kinds, and uh i I think the real changes come when we first start to exhibit symptoms. <laughs> of of our awakening and people just kind of get befuddled by it
0: that's something else um, that is really powerful <clears throat> you know I'm thinking that you know we're talking about what happens when people leave uh, us in relationship uh, then it comes to mind what happens when we have to make the decision to leave
1: sometimes we do and sometimes we do because we're seeing with a new set of eyes that wow, that person is abusive to me on a constant basis, and I'm taking it.
2: Mm-hmm. I,
1: I had a friend like that, actually, that it was somebody that I really loved, but they were they were angry, and I tend to see through that and be pretty unconditional with people, even way back when, and more so now. But um, that person was always putting me down and, trying to act superior to me and I mean, to the point where if we went clothes shopping and I looked at something, they would buy it right up from under me kind of thing. Uh, and, uh, and I kept trying to stay in that relation because I saw the real person under her pain.
2: Uh-huh. And
1: that person fell Well, aw- What was one of the first to go? Because truly she uh, she was being a mirror to me of that I of of the things that I felt about myself that I wasn't good enough I wasn't achieving enough I wasn't whatever and and when I realized wow that is so wrong I'm not that at all and I'm trying to be something that isn't in my heart um, she was one of the first that fell away and we just recently gosh fifteen twenty years later. Killed that, and wow. I in, I initiated that healing because I was partly responsible for the relationship not working because I was playing into the the dynamics of it. So we have a whole new set of healthier dynamics, and that relationship started out tentative and has has gained strength and trust and and that can happen later, but. At first, when we start to be different, we, we're vibrating differently, we're relating differently. Um, sometimes, especially in uh, in partnerships, marriages, uh, significant others, whatever you want to call it these days, mm-hmm. to me, it's all the same. It's a heart-to-heart thing. Um, it, our Our partner doesn't understand us anymore, you know, and we're under the impression that once we make a commitment, that that commitment needs to be forever because that's the way relationships have been portrayed to us throughout decades even, um, millennia even in some societies. And and what I want to say is sometimes relationships just run their course. We are in them for a reason. We're in them because we thought we needed something. We're in there because we think they they have something for us. Or we, are, we get involved with someone because our pheromones really excite each other. And we have relations that are very exciting and short-lived. Um, but the reasons that we get into relationships are not always healthy ones. And they're not consciously done. It just happens.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so when we get to a point where we start to recognize our true nature those don't fit anymore and right. it's okay that they don't and it's okay to be honest with the other person and and just it people tend when they when they go their separate ways to need to be angry at each other that makes it right and the reality is okay the relationship has served its purpose each of us had a time together but it's not working anymore
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay fine we don't have to hate each other in fact long term when we get used to the idea that we're no longer in love then maybe we can relate as friends because we know each other so well why not mm-hmm. you know so so it doesn't have to be a bad angry thing but what i what i want to say is it's okay if we don't stay in those relations they're just as unhappy as we are Uh you know they're they're not able to relate and the reason is and there are a number of reasons first of all relationships take really hard work and sometimes we go through periods where we're not growing together we grow parallel or we grow apart but then later if we stay open in our communication and our trust for each other and all of the good things that support a relationship, that, that off-path direction will come back together and the partnership will be stronger and, and deeper because each person has taken the time, allowed the time to know themselves, to pursue their interests, and, and that can actually enrich a relationship. Mm -hmm. But there are struggles in the meantime sometimes. And the way to really maintain that is to talk about it, to communicate about it, and not criticize each other for having other interests, but rather to encourage it because that gives them more to talk with you about. It gives them satisfaction that they need in other ways. Relationships, are not meant to be all consuming and we tend to approach them that way and then we give our power away and we have regrets because we don't do what we wanted to do in our lives how many times have you heard a person say well i was on my way to being a, a doctor in college and then i mm-hmm. met this person and got married or i i had all these dreams and then i got pregnant early and 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 it's like people stop living when they get into these different kinds of relationships. And that's not what a, a good, healthy relation is about at all. It's about mutuality and support and a, and a singular love that allows... Cahill Gibran, Cahill Gibran said it beautifully. I can't remember the exact quote. But it had to do with always leaving air between them in mm-hmm. in a relationship mm-hmm. meaning meaning <laughs> we have to be who we are. two halves to make a whole and if, mm-hmm. if if there's no if there's no room for that, then it's going to self-destruct it has to because we are not being who we are and and no, ultimately either. it disintegrates. Fascinating.
0: This yeah. is really, really good. Um, so, you know, talk to us about, uh, you know, I remember a story uh, uh, from from my mom, you know, uh, years, 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 years ago,
1: uh,
0: where, you know, uh, a woman woke up and literally just said, you know, I can't not only be in this, relationship i can't be in this family i've got to go and sometimes it <laughs> causes you to relocate i mean you mm-hmm. some crazy or or it could be waking up and say you know what i cannot do this job anymore i cannot go to this office or to this place or to uh speak to us about that uh, al- uh, aspect of, of relationship where you have to sometimes uproot Spirit leads you and guides you to uproot your entire life and completely uh, start over. And have I uh, an identity crisis almost?
1: Yeah, it's true. And first of all, I want to say when we get to a point like that, we let it go too far. <laughs> we didn't. Oh, right? We didn't. We didn't look for the signs or or admit to ourselves that we weren't okay with what was going on. And one morning we wake up and we've just had it. Mm. And. And and that sure. having had it is just a, finally a, a forefront awareness. We because we we tend to bury stuff inside and not look at it, and then we'll just wake up and and you know I actually went through that when I started really when I had my I call it my series of cosmic two by fours when I started <laughs> to realize so many things and was talking with other dimensional beings in my living room and and going through a massive, massive awakening that I had no one to talk to Mm. about any of it. And I started to realize how dysfunctional and how destructive so many of the people in my life were. And I ended a lot of relationships, um, some not very gracefully, some more (laughs) so. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: I, I... I actually went to the front door of my home and and made a statement that anyone not of like mind is not welcome past this threshold. Mm. And I set an, an emotional boundary for myself that I was no longer willing to stay in relations that were not safe or not conducive to positive interactions and outcomes, mm-hmm. and part of that was literally staying away from my family for a couple of years. Wow! And, and and it oh my gosh! I come from an extremely dysfunctional family, and I my mother thought I was in a cult, and mm-hmm. had the whole family convinced
2: mm-hmm. because
1: I was talking about beautiful things and she didn't understand and so she decided that was what she did with it and and my brothers and sisters were afraid of me because i was smiling all the time and i was happy and i i was open to whatever you know and had good things to say and they didn't know what to think about that i wasn't fighting anymore and i i literally had to walk away and i got to tell you that was painful yeah
2: um, sure was.
1: Uh, And what I learned from that, and I still carry this in my heart, um, I I was expressing my grief over so many of the people I was familiar with were no longer around. And I didn't, you know, and what happens is, uh, first of all, someone gave me a a plaque, which I still have, that says, my friends are my chosen family.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: thought that was such a beautiful wow. thing.
0: That's great. And
1: then yeah, really powerful. And I you realized
0: I got to interrupt but I remember um, my sweetheart always tells me is that sometimes it's not the fa- it's not the family you're born into, it's the family you create.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's situation. kind of where I was going. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Because wow. what what happens? What happens when those people fall away? is people who fit you better. That is a terrible way to say that. People who are more aligned with you Mm -hmm. is better. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There is now room for them to come into your life and for your life to be more full and and enriched. Because we're not filling our lives with destruction. We're filling it with things that we can relate and resonate with. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, this is beautiful. This is huge. Um, you know, the other thing that I'm getting, and I remember having conversations years ago with Dr. John F. D. Martini, and I remember uh, one of his <clears throat> one of his concepts caused me to write, uh, uh, inspired me to to, to write uh, 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 my uh, book, Shock Philosophy. It, one of the principles that I learned and gleaned from from talking to you, ethereal people, uh, is <laughs> we you know, ethereal really, people. <laughs> you you <laughs> ethereal people. You, you know, just uh, just <laughs> ethereal name calling. Um, and that is <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry. Go ahead.
0: And that is nothing really. I mean, w- w- what I'm hearing from you, and what I have heard and learned from you, in 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 our all of our conversations is really nothing is missing no nothing nothing is missing i i am uh there is no really there there really is no such thing as gain or loss in 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 the sense in in the context in which uh you're speaking uh and putting it into uh, a kind of the celestial uh realm uh, or mm-hmm. context nothing's missing and 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 uh there's no gain in loss. This is exceptionally powerful when you uh really get it,
1: yeah, it is it it's life changing
0: yeah so that being said okay so when we when we are dealing with our relationship. What do we need? And, and, and everything is in flux, right? So you wake up the next day and everything that was solid is now liquid. Everything liquid is now solid. Uh-huh. Uh, you, are going, you are going and growing through it. What do you need to do? Is, are, when we see that, do we recognize it as a sign that we are on the path, that we are growing? Uh, should we, should we obviously, we should we panic? We shouldn't panic and say, oh, my God, what do I did Did I do something wrong? Should I go back and change something? Uh, should I go back and try to fix this? Uh, what should we do inwardly uh, to maintain our own self-efficacy? And That's a
1: great question. Seriously Thanks. great question. The, the main thing is to recognize what our center point is, where our internal balance is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and make sure that we stay there. And work from that place. We don't have to go back and fix anything. I have a personal rule. I don't ever go back.
2: Period. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. And the
1: reason that I don't is because I learned a really valuable thing early on in my own journey. Mm -hmm. And that is that nothing ever happens outside of now. What was, has been, and what has not yet been is either imagined or speculated. There is only ever this now. And to be truly aware, we need to be truly present. So finding that balance point in our center and realizing that nothing's happening to us, it's happening of us. And working from that place, that keeps us on track, and we don't have to go around fixing anything because we're not responsible for what other people do internally. We're give me only that responsible quote
0: again, Doc, to interrupt you give me that quote at the beginning of that that uh, um,
1: about the now
0: yes, please that was just I, I I literally have not heard nothing you said since that time because that just <laughs> you, you know I, I'm, and I apologize deeply. Because you know I love you so much, but when you said That's that, okay. I just, I, it took me somewhere, and I said, it was so profound. I said, it okay, Spirit is saying, I need to repeat this. Just, if not for me, for the audience, I lie on them and, and blame it on them. It's for y'all, baby. It's for y'all. No, it's not. It's for me. I'm selfish. Okay. Right now. What was that called? Okay.
1: Here you go. Nothing ever happens outside of now.
2: Nothing. What
1: was has been. And was not what has not yet been is either imagined or speculated. There is only ever this now. Wow. And finding that place of balance inside ourselves and maintaining a sense of being present
2: mm-hmm.
1: allows us to see and experience the synchronicities that lead us where we mean to go.
2: Mm-hmm. When
1: we are dragging our past behind us and when we are worried about what's next, we aren't present. It's mm-hmm. like we're leaning outside of now looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or
0: mm-hmm.
1: or stirring up old emotions that that we haven't healed. Mm-hmm. So staying in our center, staying now staying present and being intentional about what we do with that now is an investment in our future. We can kind of look at it like every expression we make is is an investment in our future bank account, our our life bank. Mm, And and so everything that we do tells creation, okay, I want this, bring it on, and so later we're going to get it. So being now and being intentional gives creation the message I want more of this I want I want this all the time and then we get it and I actually live that way and I will not go backwards and if somebody asks me to I will tell them this is another now mm. and and what is true now I do that with my students all the time because they it's I'm I'm kind of a hard ass about how I teach this piece, and cause when people say yes but they aren't now, if you mm. find yourself saying that yes but you're either in the past or or worried about the future,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that that's a sign that there's an imbalance. You know, if if we stay in our center, we work from that place. It's kind of hard to go wrong.
2: Mm-hmm. There is
1: no right or wrong anyway, but only choices. So, uh, and and all of that applies to relationships. If we stay in our center and if we stay present in that relationship, then we're aware of what our partner or our friend or our family is feeling and what they need and even what their motivations really are. You get so sharp about how to read people and and what's really going on, um, you can relate so much more deeply. There's only one caveat to that when you get really good at it. A lot of times you see things in people that they haven't got to yet. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And and if you speak of them, it angers them because they go right into denial because they aren't there yet. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really, really careful be unconditional in those relatings, and if you do see something that someone hasn't yet recognized, give them the space to grow and find it themselves. It isn't our job to fix everybody, you okay. know and we we get into relations relationships and we tend to want to mold that person to fit what we need, and we lose sight of the fact that they have needs too. And they act the way they do for reasons beyond our comprehension sometimes, so uh staying our center and 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 being unconditional about that moment um can really breed a beautiful relationship rather than a destructive one
2: Mhm-
1: mhm- you so know here's another piece of that expectations are so sabotaging because, and I mentioned this in another context in an earlier conversation, but it's one of the most destructive things that particularly women do in relationships, Mm. and that is not speak expectations. We secretly hope. We secretly expect. We secretly want. But how in the heck is the other person supposed to know that? (laughs) So how can they possibly... Fulfill mm-hmm. that, or even participate when they don't even know what's going on.
0: So and would, then we
1: get all the disappointed and pissed lo- off. If
0: you if you love me, you would know these things.
1: Exactly, that's baloney. <laughs> that's manipulation. That is total manipulation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so we we really need to to open our lines of communication, and the reason that we don't how our expectations to people is because we don't know how to be honest with ourselves. Mm. If we're afraid to speak them, then we're not honest with ourselves. So it goes right back to that same thing.
0: Is this one of the reasons why so many people have intimacy issues?
1: Yeah, it is partly. Um, But really, truly, what I'm seeing a lot of these days is that there's so much coming at us from from externally, uh the media, everyday life, corporate jobs, uh big city crowds, uh, too much information all the time, every direction you look, is coming at us and we get desensitized and we get defended in a different kind of way where we kind of grow a shell to block some of that out because it's too much input. We're not we're we're not made to function that way. But our technologies are surpassing our psychology. And so we're having to kind of, we get tense without realizing it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure in our world just to, just to make ends meet, you know, and that puts a lot of pressure in another way. So when it comes time to just relaxing and letting go and being intimate with another person, we, are so defended just from living in the world, it becomes very difficult to just really let go and be completely open and trusting. And the other part of it is, because we grow that invisible shell, when someone else enters it, no pun intended, but when someone Uh else enters that shell, that's is more energy coming into your personal realm. And if you're tense and defended from just everyday living, that can feel actually uncomfortable rather than a good thing. Mm -hmm. So it comes again to finding balance, ways to relieve our own everyday uh, stressors so that we can be more relaxed and just kind of let our guards down and just be who we are in, in an authentic way in every moment. And then the intimacy thing becomes quite easy. But again, we need to have, if we're going to be truly intimate, now I'm not just talking about a one-night stand that's hot and having you go your way. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a true intimate relationship there has to be good communication and trust built. And sometimes we tend to dive headfirst into relationships because they're exciting, they're new, and someone's paying attention to us, and, and all these things are happening, mm-hmm. and we brush off the little things that later become humongous in our, in our scope of that person. And we don't pay attention to now because we're so busy waiting for what's next because it's so awesome. And and when we do that, we don't build a good foundation for that relationship. And ultimately, it will disintegrate. So from the very, very first moment of any relation, and it doesn't have to be. You could be intimate with your friends. Non-sexually, I mean, I don't, when I say intimacy, intimacy, I'm not just talking about sexually. I'm talking about the ability to be really heart-to-heart with people
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and say your heart and accept the heart of someone else without judgment or criticism and be open and interested in new ideas and different things. That's how we grow if if we were all the same it would be a boring world
2: uh-huh. and
1: we we all have so much to offer and every one of us has a piece to the entire puzzle so if we allow ourselves to let that in we can grow so much from that uh-huh. it's not just about us all of us are part of a singular one that are interacting but still is aspects of the same one.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So when we come together, we, in, our energies enhance and exponentially expand from that togetherness, no matter what kind it is. And in that expansion, beautiful things can happen. If only we can just relax and be that present and that now unconditionally without any expectations.
0: Unbelievable. Wow. You've done it again, Doc. (laughs) You've taken me into a whole other world, uh, uh, especially in relationships. We we always take me to another world, but this was absolutely uh, uh, profound.
1: My pleasure, and I love talking with you. You're so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it because you get things so deeply, and it's such a pleasure and an honor to have these conversations with you and and hear you feeling so deeply and at the same time knowing so deeply what we're talking about is is really heart heartwarming to me
0: absolutely absolutely uh well uh so let's not end it here uh it looks like we're starting a whole new conversation uh as it relates to our our, our, our ethical, um bodies and and, and our theoretical journey and how uh relationships intersect with that and who we who who we become when we're kind of like a metaphorically the butterfly coming out of the cocoon Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is the cocoon training. This is what we do, and then when you come out, uh, this is the butterfly training. Um, so I, I think this this uh, next uh, level of conversations is is going to be equally as powerful uh, as as uh, our first series.
1: It'll be fun. Whatever it is, it'll be fun. Absolutely. What what you now, listeners I'll, don't know is that Philippe and I are just rolling with what's coming and we don't have pre planned shows and this is truly just us having great conversations and having a good time <laughs> with each <absolutely>. other. So <laughs> <laughs> I I I think there's something larger at work here.
0: Oh, no question about it. No yeah. question about it. Now how can people, because you have a retreat coming up that's going to be, is it in Guatemala?
1: Yeah, it's not actually a retreat, it's an immersion. Um, Immersion. I I am working with the highest Mayan elders uh, in Guatemala and we're going to be visiting some of their most sacred sites and doing some immense ceremony and um, I just found out, I don't know if I knew this when we talked last but some of some of the other elders have offered to do private ceremonies with uh, our guests that come with me and mm. uh and readings and healings and different things um from their very deep and ancient culture and and that's exciting. Um I'm mm-hmm. excited to have the honor to work with them and it starts December 1st, and it's about a 12-day trip. If you go to my website, spiritlight, L-I-T-E dot com, uh-huh. and go to my schedule and click on Journeys, uh, all the information is there. Um, I do have to cut it off at a certain number. The elders are that, they're elder, and so they uh, too large of a group is too much for them um, uh-huh.
2: because... Uh-huh.
1: it's a lot of energy that we work with, and so i can I can only take a limited number of people and so if you're interested um please register early rather than later uh, because otherwise I may have to disappoint you and I really don't like doing that um uh-huh. my other website and and i'm um i'm got a class going now is for um my touching the light healing work, and that is a modality that is in a constant state of evolution as is creation. And the website for that is the L-I-G-H-T, dot org. So, um, and my contact is on the website. I'm easy to get by email um, more than anything. Okay.
0: Fantastic. Well, uh, people need to definitely uh, do... Something. Uh, if you have uh, been a part of this conversation, heard this conversation, uh, you know, see what I love about Dr. Meg is truth recognizes itself. You don't have to convince anybody. You don't have to sell anything. You don't have to over-explain anything because truth recognizes itself. And so I absolutely know that there, the people that are, are were are, are listening. Uh, to this right now, was, we're doing exactly what I was doing when Dr. Meg was talking, and that is nodding their head and yes, because it's just <laughs> a, a physical reaction to truth because we can't articulate it sometimes. We don't have the vocabulary. You're starting
1: to sound like me, Philippe.
0: I uh, know. I'm sounding like, <laughs> oh, my God, what's happening to me?
1: Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and so you
0: just start nodding your head. You get a tingle in your belly uh sometimes you, you, the hairs will stand up on your on your on your arms or wherever you might have hair i don't have any hair on my head so it has to be my arms and my chest anyway <laughs> so so it you, you just feel it and as a result of that it's it's imperative for you to not allow this to be um just an event but to uh, that you listen in on but for it to be an experience and for it to be an experience i i recommend doing something, if it's minimally just uh, getting a DVD or a CD or a book or something, to have uh, this level of, of, of high priestess with you, uh, teaching you, walking with you, uh, reminding you of, of who you are. Uh, and, and, and if you're able and capable and have the time and have the, the means, take it to the next level and, and go to a physical event or or call her up or email her and have Dr. Meg coach you and work, work walk with you and work with you. And that's what I like about Doc. She just doesn't work with you. She walks with you through yeah. whatever it is that you're going through. And that's the difference in terms of some of the coaches. Most coaching uh, modalities, including my own, is basically, I, you know, I just I give you stuff to do and you go out and do it. Well, Dr. Meg walks with you. She stands with you, hysterically, as well as uh, in the practical aspects of, of of coaching, so you are not alone. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, that's really what it's about. Sometimes we do, as we're going through our own spiritual journey, we feel so alone, we feel so isolated, and we're not. And that's when we're. It's critical for us to reach out and find uh, 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 spirits such as Dr. May uh, to walk with us, to stand with us, to to be able to point out and say this is what's happening to you right now and this is why and you're going to be okay. So t- take whatever you have to do and make it happen. But uh get, you you got to have some Dr. Meg in your life on a regular basis. <laughs> it is essential. She's like she's like water. You got to have it. You got to drink it.
1: I do. You know, I've never said this. Um as you said, I have nothing to sell because it's it just is, but I do, speaking of that, offer private sessions, um, sure. readings with the masters. I let them come in and talk to people, and I go somewhere else for a while. And I also um, offer healing sessions. And my wait time right now is shorter than usual because I've busted my butt to catch up so people would, who wouldn't have to wait so long. And I think I have appointments starting in August. Normally it's a two out uh, two year wait, and uh, and uh, so um, I've really really worked hard this year to catch up on those so people didn't have to wait so long because I know how important things are and uh, I do like to help and uh, as Philippe said I do like to walk with you and and um, bring you into that oneness and. Um, help you with perceptions that will get you there so um those are on SpiritLight.com as well i mean there's a it's a big site there's a lot there a lot of free stuff on there um and just my way of giving back so um have a good time I, I love around I on there i
0: appreciate you i see <laughs> you i get you uh and i honor you and i'm blessed that you are in my life and in all of me
1: too life. philippe me too All right. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for giving us a a reason to have this chat.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So we'll see everyone, or hear, we won't see you. We'll hear you because this is radio. We'll (laughs) hear you and talk to you next time on the Philippe Matthews Show. Uh, uh, Blessings and love, everybody. Blessings and light. Take care, Don.
1: You too. Thanks, everyone.